Before we jump in, I just want to tell you guys about an amazing company called Clutter Be Gone. Um, they are sponsoring this episode, and Clutter Be Gone is life changing. I can't think of a better company and um, service to offer to you guys. Um, when we moved into our house, we had a ton of boxes, a ton of things we wanted to donate and a ton of garbage and it was all just piling up in our garage and I felt extremely overwhelmed by the idea of dividing it all up, breaking down boxes, donations, getting to, you know, um, Salvation Army or wherever and I got in touch with Clutter Be Gone. Clutter Be Gone sent the happiest, most jolly guys out to our house with their big truck. They came and just took everything out of my garage. They sort it. They make sure that everything gets to a good location where it needs to go. They make sure things get recycled, donated to families in need, and they just do it all for you. You just can sit back and watch all of your junk disappear. And they also swept out my garage and left me smiling. Seriously, they are amazing. And I want you guys to go and check out Clutter Be Gone. They can come and do big spaces, small spaces, um, small, medium, large loads, and they have given us a discount for you guys. So if you go and um, find Clutter Be Gone at Clutter Be Gone on Instagram and just message them, you can use code MAMAHOOD10 and just mention that you heard the deal off of the MAMAHOOD podcast and they will give you 10% off, which actually really adds up with an offer like this. So go and find at Clutter Be Gone um, with just a B in the middle clutter the letter b gone on instagram and mention code mamahood 10 for a discount on helping them transform the spaces in your home mama a word that we all know a word some of us hear a thousand times a day and some are anxiously waiting for it's a title accompanied by immense joy deep loss and hearty laughter We love mamas. We love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in the closet. Because we have them too. We know that moms need moms. That's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and your sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. We want you to know that motherhood is Motherhood is valuable. The work you do each day matters. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the the mamahood. Hello, welcome to the mamahood. We're so glad you decided to join us this week and let us hang out with you. We love hearing about the various places that you go with us to the grocery store, in the car, unloading the dishes, folding laundry, to the gym. So wherever you're listening today, we're so glad to be with you. Yeah, thanks for letting us join you in your motherhood. (laughs) This is a special fleeting time being moms and we're grateful that you share any of it with us. Um, Today we are covering a very special topic that applies to literally all of us as moms and that is finding your identity as a mom. Nat came up with this topic, and I think it's going to be absolutely fantastic. What does, what does this topic mean to you? Well, I feel like it's really easy to lose yourself and your interests while being a mom. I mean, you're taking care of these people, trying to keep these tiny humans alive and happy and thriving, and 
um, honestly, when I first became a mom, I just was like drowning. Like Mm -hmm. I was, I mean, I'm a hot mess now, but I was like a hundred times worse then because I was drowning and I just felt like since I was in that survival mode, I completely lost sight of anything for myself whatsoever Mm -hmm. and was kind of stagnant in that part of my life. And I had to kind of crawl my way back and figure out, okay, how do I, how do I have my identity as Natalie and as a mama at the same time? Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important to continue with hobbies and things that you loved before and allowing yourself to take the time to do those things instead of just saying, well, I should be spending a thousand percent of my time with my family, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and just just like liberate yourself and say, no, like I'm worth it too. Like I deserve to develop as me and in turn that will actually bless my family. Like if I am, you know, if I am not helping myself and bettering myself and growing as an individual, my family will actually feel that, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. So it's, you can think of it as an unselfish thing to do. <laughs> um, I think it's also really important to not only just like go back to, you know, interests and hobbies that you had before, but like developing new things and just diving into things that maybe you've always wanted to do or maybe things that you haven't ever thought of to do and are now thinking of so that you can continue to like grow yourself as an individual, mm-hmm. um, even though now like your life might look a lot different than it did before you had kids yeah yeah so I think you just need to like give yourself permission to pursue new things and you know I also I think about so often at least for me motherhood can seem a little bit isolating because you've got these like cute cute babies but I mean especially when they're small they can't even talk back to you you know what I mean and if you are in a spot where maybe you know, you're around your babies a lot and you don't have a lot of outside interaction, then all of a sudden motherhood can just seem so isolating. Yeah. So lonely too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, make sure that you have some sort of outside connection, whether, you know, that's when you're going to work or you like make friends at your gym or you, you know, call up old friends and say, let's get together or whatever. I think it's really important to find places in your community that you can make new friends and even like the internet is like kind of an awesome way and I'd gotten like rusty I was like man why did I like forget how to like make friends like apparently (laughs) I I knew at one point I have Uh friends but like (laughs) I like I forgot that skill I know I was like okay my social (laughs) skills are clearly lacking right now Mm-hmm. And I I moved to a new place and I like didn't know anybody and it was easier to just like kind of stay in my own little bubble and then I realized no like I need to be better about that so I'm trying to be better about that still not perfect but mm-hmm. it's we're like, all trying to be yeah um, make mom friends you yeah. know it's it's tough but I like this idea that you're bringing up about our identity as a mom and how like these two ends of the spectrum that we we need to keep our own individual identity outside of motherhood but also um like motherhood doesn't have to replace our old identity but it can just transform it and we motherhood becomes a part of our identity and that's okay um so like how do we allow motherhood to transform our identity rather than just mask it you know what i'm saying yeah totally (laughs) I think that there's 
sometimes this notion out there that like we have to get back to the person that we were before we had babies and I'm like oh that doesn't sit right with me like we don't need to get back to that person like we need to honor that person that we were Mm -hmm. before and realize like we really are being transformed as mothers and like we're never going to be the same after we have babies but not in a negative way at all like we are just going to be so much more like selfless we're going to be I think more motivated we're going to be I don't know we just have a greater capacity in general to love like mm-hmm. I just feel like yeah you become a mom mm-hmm. your your heart grows three sizes that day you know like <laughs> yeah it really does because these things that you know these attributes that you might develop or strengthen by being a mother and and taking care of and nurturing these tiny little people those are things that are going to help you in other aspects of your life as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a balancing act saying like, I need to take some me time and also like, I'm going to embrace that I am a mother and it is a part of me and I don't need to get back to the person that I was before. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, I think it's like really trendy or popular nowadays kind of to, almost like diminish motherhood especially within like mainstream media and um I've noticed that too like make it almost seem like just being a mom is like a I don't know that that it that's just a sacrifice or that it just um takes away from who you once were or that in order to really be fulfilled you need to be a mom and you need to be doing something else and um I like I fully support that, whatever you want to do on top of motherhood. But also, I think we need to give more credit to how having motherhood as a part of our identity is a really positive thing and a really good thing, even on its own. Like, even just the way that it changes us um, and makes us better and the amazing moments that we have every day being a mom, is that is a really awesome identity to have. Oh, yeah. Too absolutely like it it is a little bit sad to see the the mainstream media kind of portray motherhood that way and diminish its value but it's like yeah like motherhood on its own is enough and you just have to listen and honor whatever you feel guided to do in your life and it is so awesome that you can get to choose that you know like I can you know go and write a book I can I can have a job outside my home. I don't have to be at home all the time. Like whatever feels right to you mm-hmm. and whenever it feels right to you. I don't know. I've kind of done it all <laughs> as far as like jobs <laughs> go and stuff like that yeah. because I've had like where I'm kind of doing side hustle from home and I'm like working and like a stay-at-home mom at the same time and like doing both. I've been just like flat out stay-at-home mom. I have been like the mom who works a ton of hours and I've just felt like different good things from all of that different Mm -hmm. hardships from all of that and I'm like you know I'm just gonna listen to like what's right for me like maybe like what's right for our family financially whatever the case is and just say you know all of it is totally totally great like there's not like one right way to be like a mom or a career woman or anything like that and so like we just got to honor what's right for you and your family yeah I love that so much and that throughout all of those different like jobs and identities and everything that you had you you still remained a mom and that that fact didn't change yeah. and that is a part of your identity now and rather than 
masking it and saying like, oh, I can only be a mom or I can only do this other thing and feel like my motherhood sucks, right? Like I can mend the two together, mold the two together and find like that being a mom and a creator, a mom and a, you know, exerciser, a mom and a photographer, whatever is, is who I am. And that's awesome, you know? Yeah, totally. Like, that deserves celebrating at whatever stage you're at. And you may feel like all along, like, one thing is right for you. You may feel like me and you just want to be all over the map and try it all and Mm -hmm. and just feel good and doing different things at different times. It's just, like, as long as it's what feels right to you, that's, like, what's right for your identity. Right, right. I agree. So I want to talk a little bit about the seasons of motherhood and that how that can kind of impact the identity that we have and, and that sort of a thing. Uh, I think I mentioned before how when I was a brand new mom to my first newborn and just literally trying to survive, if someone had thrown at me, well, you need to make sure that you are like going out and making mom friends right now, I would have been like, no, 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 no. I can like <laughs> barely handle like surviving Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. on the on the flip side like I was on like cloud nine too like I was just like I had spit up in my hair and I had no sleep but I was like just I don't know eating up all those like good hormones that can sometimes get from that newborn babiness and all that that Mm -hmm. has to offer so I'm like I was really really hard time a really rewarding time but man like if you were to put anything else on my plate I would have just been like no this is not serving me right now mm-hmm. and like there's just yeah there's gonna be times like that where maybe we just feel like I'm just barely surviving I don't really have time to like develop my own self right now and I think mm-hmm. that's okay mm-hmm. like you don't want it to be like that forever and I think that's where it becomes a problem is when we like all of a sudden say no I can't do anything for myself anymore or, mm-hmm. or I won't let myself do enough for myself but to to say like okay when there are going to be times where it's challenging and and they may be short they may be long and that's okay and mm-hmm. just like sit in that and embrace the season yeah embrace the season mm-hmm. there's so many different seasons that we go through mm-hmm. as mothers and then like my kids are a little bit older and I feel like I'm in a season right now where I can do more for myself than I have been able to and it's been really cool mm-hmm. but you know like I also wouldn't trade it for those tiny baby years that I had with them either mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. special so they're both so cool and they both helped for my identity yeah like I'm still like up in the night with one of my kids you yeah. know and that season can feel like it's gonna last forever Seriously, and like eternity <laughs> I'm always gonna be tired and I'm never gonna get a full night dressed and um but that's not true. It's a season. And I feel like there's a lot of power in just, like, accepting the season that you're in. Oh, yeah. Like, don't fight it. Yeah. Um, my husband's aunt actually is Amy Drupe. And a lot of people know who she is because she has the Neurotic Mom um, Bakes account and business and everything. And she, she is, like, a powerhouse woman. She has... She is hopefully going to come on the podcast. We've been trying to schedule it for a long time. But she she bakes cakes. She plays tennis. She teaches ballet. She um, runs, you know, like all these like social media things and a YouTube channel. And she also is a mom of five kids. Um, But she always, something that I has like 
seriously helped me so much <laughs> with her is um, like her youngest now is eight and she always gets on Instagram and tells her followers like I like people will always ask her like how did you manage like doing all this stuff with little kids like I, I feel like I can barely get my head above water I don't feel like I could ever do everything that you're doing and her response is always like I didn't like for 10 years I did nothing I was a mom like that's it for 10 years nothing so like give your permission to yourself permission to just be in the season that you're in and realize that like life is so long and we there are so many seasons and we're gonna have so much time for everything we want to do and it's okay if right now you feel like you can barely barely keep your head above water and just like changing bums 24 7 which I have felt with three in diapers oh my gosh I can't. <laughs> and the lot yeah <laughs> and so just like just know that like even the people you might be comparing yourself to seem like super accomplished or, or have a ton of stuff that they're doing like if they're a mom they've had a phase where they were not able to do everything too you know oh yeah and like you don't see what falls by the wayside you see what like the yeah. good you know that's being that's easier to see, I guess. And it's like, you don't know if like they have a sink full of dishes and Mm -hmm. you know, like a bunch of dirty diapers that they need to take out. Like you don't know Mm -hmm. like what's, what's Mm -hmm. happening. So comparing yourself to others is like, just, it doesn't do any good. You don't know if they pay someone to come and clean their house. That's the thing is like, um, Obs and I had talked about this in the past with our episode on comparison that like, honestly, the cure to comparison is realizing that everybody has to sacrifice something like it's physically impossible to do everything yeah it is physically impossible to be like a constant present play with your kids on the floor mom and exercising and doing a side hustle and keeping your house perfectly clean and always getting ready each day and being like reading books and you know like it's impossible yeah. It's absolutely impossible. When you look at somebody who's super stellar at one of those things, you can celebrate them while knowing that if you aren't able to do that thing right now, it's probably because they're sacrificing something that you're doing. Yeah. And there's all there's a give and take for everything. And it's just a it's just like the method of figuring out what it is that you want to sacrifice yeah. and what you want to prioritize at any given season in your life. And that can change every day. Oh, yeah. It's so true. And even, like, okay, I have a really good friend, and we just always joke because we say, oh, she can just, like, do it all. And she is amazing, and she does so, so much stuff, right? But, like, in a way that, like, I can celebrate that she just seriously runs on, like, high power, and, of course, there's sacrifices that she's making, like we just talked about. But I guarantee in any given day, she gets done more than I get done. (laughs) And... I'm not like a lazy person, but she's just like a really productive person. Mm -hmm. But I am a person who gets easily overwhelmed and she is someone who thrives on being really busy. Mm -hmm. And we just like embrace that about each other and love each other for our differences. It is Mm -hmm. okay if I don't go as fast or as hard at things as she does. And like, I don't have to be like jealous. I don't have to like think I need to be exactly like her I can just celebrate her for being the little energizer bunny that she is and I can Mm -hmm. celebrate me for being a little bit more like 
okay, I'm going to like take a few more things off my plate and just like treasure what I have. And we just go at different speeds. And that is mm-hmm. so great, you know? Yeah, that is. It's mm-hmm. just like different, but like equally good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate our differences and other, our different identities as moms, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, you really can't pour from an empty cup like you were kind of getting at earlier. And we do need to take care of ourselves and also allow ourselves to pursue other interests that are unrelated to motherhood without any sort of guilt. I think that's the hardest part is, is. we we all know what we want to pursue and sometimes we actually do it and we, we like ask our husband to, you know, like take over the reins for us to go do something or we get a babysitter or whatever and we do what we need to do but then at least I always feel that like overwhelming sense of guilt over the time that I spent doing that thing so how do we like how do we do that without experiencing guilt you know yeah it's it's so tough and I don't know that I have all the answers for that but I do know that I used to struggle with it more than I do now I've just had to tell myself over and over and over again like you are worth you know you are worth pursuing your own interests you are worth this time that you're taking for yourself Mm-hmm. And that was just a really hard thing for me to do because I just was like, like I don't, I didn't feel that way about myself. Mm-hmm. And the more I said that to myself, the more I believed it. And I was like, okay, like it's it's okay that I take some time for myself, especially when my little babies are tiny. I don't know if it's that they're like so helpless looking at that point they can't like, you know, mm-hmm. get themselves a bowl of cereal or whatever. Like when they're super tiny, and so I struggled so so bad with that. And I just it's like I felt guilty ever even leaving them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to miss out on a moment or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just personally have that kind of a complex. And um, and in that, I was just like, I wasn't giving anything to myself. I'm like, girl, like, take that shower. If that's, like, all the me time you can get, like, take the shower. Or, mm-hmm. like, you, you know, set out some time for yourself to, like, go do something for yourself. and And communicate your needs, like, to to your spouse or to you know a good friend that's a support system to you or to your mom whoever that is that is like that support person for you Mm -hmm. talk to them about your needs and what would be the most value like what would be the most valuable thing um in order for you to kind of fill your cup Hmm. we have to give ourselves permission to and I don't think that there's any way to do it other than to just start Mm -hmm. say okay today I'm gonna let myself do something just for me to fill my cup and man when your cup is full you can treasure your babies like in a in a different way like it's so cool so cool to hear like or to see that you actually giving yourself some love is going to like basically positively impact your whole world yeah wow I love that a lot um I think what you mentioned about like asking for help is huge and I think we have this tendency as women to sort of expect especially like I don't know maybe I'm the only person who struggled with this but I've at times just like expected my husband to read my mind and like (laughs) notice that I'm tired and offer for me to take a nap or notice that I haven't been able to get ready for the day and ask me if I want to get ready or notice you know like all the like notice that I haven't gone out in a while and ask me if I want to like 
I've had that tendency to kind of live in this world of like, well, obviously I'm like sacrificing a ton and he should notice and he should ask. And if he doesn't ask, then I'm like a martyr who's like, you know, like when, like when will he notice? Right. And I think we've all (laughs) found ourselves. I think we've all found ourselves in that position. Um, as we mature and figure out this stuff. But I think what you said here about like asking for help, just like express your need, you know, like, yeah, I think there's so much freedom that comes when we just don't have expectations of other people. And I still need to work on this, like not expecting anybody else to know what we need and just to become really good at like owning our story and owning our communication and expressing our needs and telling our husband when we want to go to an exercise class or telling him when we want a night at Target to walk around, like just say it. And I think you can get in the mindset, like the very toxic mindset of like, well, why did I have to ask? Like I notice when he needs something, right? Like I think we can all get in that toxic mindset, but just like, don't just ask. And then when they're like oh of course then be like great and go do it and then feel better you know seriously it's like there's no need to have this like (laughs) toxicity between you and your spouse because you're like "Mm, you know you needed to to see how hard (laughs) I am working and that I like Uh deserve a break like yeah that does nobody any good and I have totally done that more times than I should (laughs) and yet like me too (laughs) when I finally am just like okay, let me figure out what I need, you know, within mm-hmm. myself and then just say, hey, this is what I need. Is this, you know, can we can we schedule this in or whatever? And like my husband's always like, yeah, you know what I mean? Or even just like, okay, I remember I would go to exercise classes and my cute hug would be like, oh, I'm really going to miss you and stuff. And I eventually, which is like a sweet sentiment, <laughs> like it is. But mm-hmm. I was eventually just like, no, no, I need your support. <laughs> I need your support. I don't need you to miss me right now. I need you, well, mm-hmm. you can miss me, but express your support for me. And he has just been like so stellar at that. And mm-hmm. it has just like made a night and day difference. Like I go <laughs> to my exercise class or whatever and I'm like, okay, like I feel totally supported. I don't feel like guilty or anything like that. Cause I'm like, I already give myself enough guilt. So I didn't need him like missing me, like adding to my guilt. And so mm-hmm. I just had to be like, no, I just need your support. Cause I am trying to like better myself make so I have like a long healthy life with you so you can you'll have plenty of time with me just let me have a little and he was so good about it let me grow old yeah exactly (laughs) so it was just like so I open you to say like it's so simple just just say what you want but I mean why is that so hard it is (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's a really really good point so ask for help um I think we should end by just talking a little bit about grace (laughs) I know it's like it feeds totally into this because um, we need to give ourselves grace for, you know, the times that we didn't take care of ourselves and just like do better. We need to we need to do better when maybe we didn't fill our cups. And so then we're like short with our kids or our husband or whatever. And and we just need to say, okay, like learn from that experience like because I didn't fill my cup I was not the best mom I could be or whatever the case may be and just look at it and say you know what kids are literally so resilient and the sweetest most forgiving humans that you will find Mm -hmm. and it's like there have been so many times where I've just like lost my cool and then 
my baby is just giving me a hug just you know the sweetest most sincere hug and has just forgotten all about it and I'm just like okay like mm-hmm. if you're trying you know to balance it all and you're really you know any of us that are even thinking these things are trying we're trying mm-hmm. to have our own identity we're trying to be the best moms we can be and so like you're not gonna mess up that bad if you really care mm-hmm. you know it's like we all we all care anyone who's listening to this it's like we already care like mm-hmm. we don't need to develop that we're not like neglecting our children you know what I mean exactly. so we just need to say like okay it's okay to have balance give ourselves permission to do things for us and then know that because of that we are just going to be better moms for it and we don't we don't have to be there for like every single moment and and we're allowed to change our minds and decide like what's right for us in one season versus another or try something out and say oop that's not the right thing for me that is too much time away from my family for me and fill that out you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree and just giving ourselves grace which ties back to that guilt factor too that like you deserve to have an identity that isn't just like fully focused on other people and I know that that sounds like that is the hardest thing for me for sure Mm -hmm, like I also I don't know if you've done like the Enneagram test or whatever I'm an Enneagram too and like it's extremely hard for me to um, want to spend any time away from my kids at all for any reason like the only time that I will like spend away from them is at night usually when they're asleep mm-hmm. and then other than that I always tend to just not feel super happy when I'm away from them but I think we need to give ourselves some grace in just allowing ourselves to feel happy when we're doing something too that makes us happy that oh, isn't yeah. doing motherhood you know and then we can come back to our children with a lot more grace for them too. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have to feel bad that we had fun when we were away or that it was nice that we didn't have to unpack a car seat and yeah. get load them back in every time we ran those errands or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sometimes it's just like, it is just nice to have mm-hmm. some time. And it's just so funny. Like, I wish I could like go back a few years and, and, say this to myself because I was so the opposite (laughs) I just Mm -hmm. I couldn't I couldn't accept that you know I could spend some time away from my babies and it would be okay and I'm like all right I can't and and you just got to do what feels right for you I don't have any like regrets as far as like the time I spent just solely devoting myself to them and forgetting myself I think it was a really important season for me and I will never get those days back you know what I mean so I'm Mm -hmm. so glad that I just like fully dug in and just like treasured them you know Mm -hmm. and then I also just feel like things will be okay like I thought like when my kids started going to go to school that I would just lose my mind because I couldn't be with them all day and it hurts me just because it's like kind of my personality type but also I get to see all of the the opportunities that my daughters had at school and And just see her grow from, you know, not under my wing and just be like, okay, that is so cool too. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's been, it's been a a hard, but good thing to have like my daughter do her own thing. And then the same with me, it's like, okay, that gives me a little more time to do my own things as well and and permission to fully enjoy them. Yeah. And just like you said, that there has been these seasons and embracing the season because I'm definitely still in the season where it's like a big deal to be away from the baby and um 
and I love being in this season and it's okay that like you'll have friends that are in a different season than you too that have more time to do other things and like my neighbor is she like started like three businesses this year and she's kind of out of the baby phase and um it's just a different season and we can still hang out and go to lunch and talk and be friends and embrace each other's seasons as well and support each other in our various seasons and she's she's the one who at church is like let me help you with your baby you know where I'm the one who's like let me watch your kids so you can go to work and do your business you know so it's we can support each other as moms too in these various seasons I love that like what is more rewarding than like helping another mom be able to like you know fully Mm -hmm. embrace her identity as we're doing that with ourselves Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so all this said what is your favorite way to take care of yourself probably like I said my fitness classes those are just like such a godsend for me because it's something I can schedule in every day and like it's one hour away from my cute little son but I feel like it's so good for him because he gets to socialize and stuff um with the kids and the little kid care and Mm -hmm. and so it's just been like good for both of us and just to see see the positive in it rather than like oh I'm missing an hour with him because like old me couldn't have done that I just like struggling Mm -hmm. so hard to to even be away that much but I've also just like had I don't know like I mentioned I've I've done a lot of working hours I've done absolutely none right now I'm stay-at-home mom and that is it and right before that I was working more hours than I'd ever worked and when I decided to start that job and do everything it felt really right and I think it was so perfect for me at the time and I was feeling like I don't know I guess just like a little bit of like a failure in the home like it's just like I don't know I don't know how to like help my kids in the ways that they need it and I was feeling really discouraged and I just said okay like I need a little bit of a break and then so I did that for about nine months and then for me it felt really right to completely quit that and cut ties and spend all my time with my babies and man like I got back to the point where I was just like treasuring it like nothing else like when Mm -hmm. they were tiny I just Mm -hmm. didn't want to be away from them for half hour and I'm back to that I just Mm -hmm. am like man I just want to be with you all the time and so just listen to like what's inside of you and it will kind of tell you what you need but it's hard to be mindful of that because we just Mm -hmm. don't think of ourselves as moms like we just are Mm -hmm. so focused outwardly that we forget to like check in with ourselves and say okay what do I need at this season yeah thanks for sharing that yeah I love that a lot Um, what's your favorite way to take care of yourself I love a good bath (laughs) they're good (laughs) um I love my bath it's my friend um but I also like an unexpected way that I've kind of taken care of myself is that I have a really good close-knit group of friends that we all live in the same neighborhood and um we've all been friends now for like four years and we have all just kind of encouraged each other in taking time to like go out together and do stuff we probably go out for like a girls night probably like once a month and honestly that's been like so life-giving because I'm never left now feeling like I don't have enough socialization or I didn't get to do anything fun 
or eat anywhere cool or like because we try and do fun things like um last or a couple months ago we went and like swam in a crater in midway utah you know so like we try and do fun things and kind of like give each other permission to be away for like a whole day and or several hours together and doing something fun and we all have lots of little kids at home and our husbands are all like super supportive and so I know that that's like not always ideal or possible but finding a friend and having like a standing (laughs) date yeah with a friend um or even like your mom or your sister or an aunt or just even just date with your husband I feel like just having a standing um time where you know you're gonna get out and do something that's like really fun um that's been really good for me at least where now I don't feel like I like I don't have a like a job like um I mean we do the podcast and stuff but that like very minimal time like that's like no time away from the kids but so I don't like have a job I don't have like a side hustle or whatever really but um just feeling like I have friends too helps me to feel like I have an identity oh yeah (laughs) you know what I mean it's so important to have that like adult interaction obviously like you have your spouse but like sometimes it's good to have interaction with girls you know what I mean they they can relate to you Mm -hmm. in a in a way that's separate from how your husband relates to you and it just really it prevents burnout like I seriously what I was Mm -hmm. describing right before I went to work going to work wasn't just to like get away from my kids because I was burnt out like there was a lot of really cool opportunities with that I was actually working with my husband and doing a lot of cool stuff but I was absolutely feeling burnout right then mm-hmm. and I realized that and I was like okay I needed a reset and that was what was right for me and you know I have another friend who's like I could never be a stay-at-home mom ever like that would burn me out I'm like girl I love that you are like out like furthering your career and everything and she's an amazing mom and you know it's just Mm -hmm. like I love that she listens to herself and knows like okay this is like what is right for me and Mm -hmm. she knows what to do to keep herself from being burnt out you know Mm -hmm. and I've had Mm -hmm. a little harder time finding that but I think I'm kind of kind of getting it now so yeah well that's awesome I think we all know what we what we need ultimately I think I'm just really sentimental and emotional and so like I'm happy being a mom the majority of the time but I think like you were saying like you need to tune into what genuinely makes you happy and like what genuinely brings your soul peace and joy and helps you to feel um like you're still you so true just a new you a motherhood you yeah well it's been really good to just kind of talk about all this out loud and it Mm -hmm. it helps me to give myself permission to do what I need to do and and helps me realize that like it really is gonna bless everyone in my family so thank you guys for being with us today come on over and find us at um, on Instagram at at the dot mamahood to talk about your favorite way to take care of yourself and just your favorite parts about motherhood Motherhood does change us, it molds us, and it makes us a more elevated person in so many ways. Yeah, it really does. It, Whatever kind of mom you are, um, you're a good one. 
So um, if you enjoyed this episode, scroll down and leave us a review or email us at the at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts. Um, we hope you know that this is a safe place and this is a circle for you too. Like you have friends here at the Mamahood and we hope you feel that. Anyway, have a good week. <laughs>